Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent continues his narrative of Superman's most unusual adventure and recounts the details of Jimmy Olsen's predicament on the planet Utopia. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, even if you'd never read a comic strip in the funny papers, you'd still want to collect all 18 comic buttons in that new series Kellogg's Pep is putting out. Because the colors are so bright and clear, those buttons really show up when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap. But since you know all the characters and follow their adventures all the time, why, it's even more fun. Yes, and they look true to life, too, so real they could speak. Take the little moose, for instance, with his arms folded on his chest and that feather in his black hair. Or Vitamin Flintheart, derby hat and long hair and fur coat and all. Or Superman himself, complete with flying red cape and Superman insignia. Yes, sir, these pep comic buttons are mighty nifty. And they're so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. The only way that you can get them is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep and look for your comic button inside every package you open. And look for some doggone good eating, too, because Pep's a ringer when it comes to crispness and flavor. Kellogg's Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. Every spoonful of those grand whole wheat flakes is loaded with sunny, golden toasted goodness that keeps you digging in for more. Fact is, gang, Pep tastes just as good as it is good for you. So remind Mom to get you some P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. In writing an account of his most unusual adventure as Superman, Clark Kent told of a strange bearded man named Anthar who insisted to Jimmy Olsen that he came from the planet Utopia to warn of an invasion of the Earth. Jimmy, we learned, scoffed at Anthar's story until he was forced into a spherical space shell, piloted by a little fat man whom Anthar called Poco and who spoke only in rhyme. And a very short while later, Jimmy found himself on the planet Utopia where, because of a difference in gravity, he was unable to move. Then, while Anthar and Poco were carrying him to safety, 
they were spotted and pursued by vicious guards of the cruel rulers Aram. Now, Kent continues with his story. Worried about Jimmy's disappearance with a strangely dressed, peculiar acting old man, Editor White and I went up to the roof of the Daily Planet where we learned the boy had gone. He was, of course, nowhere in sight. Instead, we found Tom Carlson, a radio announcer, unconscious. While the chief ran off to call a doctor, I worked over Tom, and in a few moments, he began to come to. Oh, Kent, is that true? Yes, Carlson. What happened to you, fella? Why, holy smokes, Kent. Jim Olson. Yes, what about Jim? Did you see him up here on the roof? Yes. That is, I I think I did. Now, look, Tom, maybe you better start from the beginning and tell me everything that happened. Well, I... I just finished our early news broadcast. Yes. I came up on the roof here for a breath of air. I often do that. Yes, yes, go on. I started to walk across the roof, and I heard a funny noise, kind of a high-pitched whine, like, well, sort of like electric motors of some kind. Electric motors? That's right. Then then I saw the strange contraption, a big spherical thing, like a great big ball of some sort. And the motor sound was coming from that? Yes. This this thing was gleaming in the dark, and it was transparent. I could see right into it, like... Like into a lighted room. Now, wait a minute, Tom. Are you sure you're not still kind of fuzzy? No, the... Kent, I'm not. I tell you, I looked right inside that ball, Kent, and there sat Jimmy. Jimmy? Jimmy Olson? Yes. He was struggling with a tall, thin man dressed in shorts. Oh, Scott, the madman. And another man, a, a little fat guy, was working levers in the forward part of the sphere. I started over there when all of a sudden, whoosh, the ball shot off the roof as if it had been fired out of a cannon. What? No kidding. Jets of air shot out of the ball when it took off and knocked me back against the tower. Before I passed out, I swear I saw it shooting up to the stars. Utterly and completely shocked by Tom Carlson's story, I just stood there and stared at him, for the moment unable to believe what I'd heard. And at that time, I learned later from Jimmy, he was thousands of miles away on the planet Utopia. There, he and Anthar, surrounded by armed guards dressed in gleaming tunics of woven metal, were marching down a long, high-vaulted corridor. Where are these guards taking us, Anthar? Take us to the evil region, Saddam, friend James. I would advise you to expect the worst. Jeepers. Oh! Golly, now what? Saddam's council room is behind these tall doors. Uh-oh. Then this is it, huh? Shh. Let's be quiet. Inform His Excellency that I bring the prisoners. Look, Anthar, how come Polko isn't here with us? He was taken away by the guards while you were in the compression chamber. Taken away? To where? I do not know. Chigwiz, you don't suppose they they did something to poor Polko, do you? I, I do not know. Anthar, look. Be silent now. You may bring in the prisoners. Very well. Prisoners, march! Come, friend James. Boy, what a room. Big as a house. This was formerly the king's own council room. With the stained glass windows and... And the paintings and rugs. The prisoners will advance. Come, walk with me, friend James. That guy up there on the high throne, is is yes, that... that is Saddam. Huh. He doesn't look like much. His appearance is deceiving. Holy smokes. Look who's sitting on that cushion at Saddam's feet. Look, it's Polko. Prisoners, halt. Bye, bye, nasty spy. Hey, did Poco say that to us, Anthar? Yes, but I do not understand. Anthar's a spy, and soon he will die. What? And you are soon, too. Your end is due. Well, how do you like that look, Poco? Silence, Earthling! You, Anthar, you call the Earthling friend? Is not that the usual greeting in Utopia, Excellency? Among ourselves, yes. 
Not to our enemies. The boy is not an enemy. No, of course I'm not. Is he not from the earth? Yes, Can but... Can I not lay of the earth our future foes? I trust not, sire. I have attempted to convince you that you make a dreadful mistake in your plan to invade the earth. You attempt to convince me. Who are you to dare to challenge your regent? I do not challenge. I only assume my right as the senior senator of the council to advise you. I've heard your advice and I decided against it. You dare to cross me secretly, dare even to go to our enemies and warn them of our intentions. That Anthar makes you a traitor. He is not a traitor, and Poco knows it. What is this? Poco knows what? Well, Poco was... Quiet, quiet, friend James. But Anthar, Poco saying... Silence, Earthling! Well, Poco, it appears that the Earthling gives the lie to your story. He seeks to imply that you know more of Anthar's trip to Earth than you told me. It is a lie. A lie, what he seeks to imply, is just as I said. I was asleep in my bed. If that is so, I am reminded to ask how came you in the park when the guard captured Anthar and the Earthling? Yeah, let's hear you answer that. James, please. Answer, fool! How came you in the park? Well, there was a pain in my head. So I rose from my bed and strolled in the park to hear the song of the lark. Then down came the space shell, close where I stood. So startled was I, my, my legs turned to wood. But when I saw them step out, they aroused my ire, for I knew they meant ill to use Aram, sire. And so swift I gave chase, and when the guards came, I, I held fast the two villains. And now, me, you dare to blame. Oh, how do you like that? Uh, do not deny him, friend James. But Anthar, you, Anthar, does the fool speak the truth? Yes, sire, he does. Hmm. What say you to that, earthling? Why... I guess that's the way it was. (laughs) Good. I did not think the fool could dare be treacherous to me. No, I could not be, sire. For you, I love and admire. Enough. Anthar, you admit then that you went to the earth to warn our enemies? That you brought this young one back to spy upon us? No, Zeram. I admit nothing. Naturally. What say you, earthling? You deny coming here to spy on us? My name isn't Earthling. It's Jim Olson. And I didn't come here to spy. I've heard enough to convince me that you both lie. Therefore, I, Saram, Regent of Utopia, sentence you both, you, Anthar, and you, Earthling, to be placed within a sealed space shell, to be thus hurled out into great space itself, where you shall perish. <laughs> While Anthar bowed his head as in token of submission, Jimmy's face drained of color as the realization of the fate to which Zaram had doomed him struck home. Alone, a stranger on a faraway planet, with no hope of contacting me, the boy felt there was no hope. In just a moment, we'll return for the climax of today's episode of Clark Kent's fascinating story. So keep listening. Say, did you know that you can play games with your collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep? Well, I know one game a lot of the fellas and girls have a lot of fun with. Maybe you'd like to try it. It's a guessing game, identifying the different funny paper characters, and you get a score every time that you know the right answer. Uh, Someone would ask, who wears a policeman's hat? And the answer would be, Chief Brandon. Or, uh, who wears a feather for a hat? And that would be the little moose. Or maybe, who never wears a hat? That would be Superman, of course. Yes, sir, there's no end to the fun you can have with these pet comic buttons. Just collecting all 18 of them in this new series is fun in itself. And you know the best part is, they're so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box top. And you can't buy them anywhere. 
But there's a comic button, an exclusive prize for you inside every package of Kellogg's Pep you open. And Pep's a prize when it comes to good eating, too. So crisp and fresh and tasty, why, it makes you want to pitch right in and eat a hearty breakfast. Mom will tell you that Pep's good for you, too, with all that energy, vitamin B1, and sunshine, vitamin D. So remind her right now to get you some P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, back to Clark Kent's narrative of Superman's most unusual adventure. As Zaram, evil regent of Utopia, pronounced the death sentence for Anthar and Jimmy Olsen, there was a moment of silence in the huge throne room. Then Anthar raised his head high and spoke up. One moment, sire. As a senator, I demand my rightful privilege of a trial by my Senate colleagues. For so is it prescribed in the great charter of Utopia. Oh? So you wish a trial, do you? Yes. I demand it as my right. Very well. You shall have a trial. And the earthling, too. Tomorrow. I would not advise you to hope for too much from this trial, Anthar. <laughs> Guards, take away these two and place them in cells. Yes, sire. Come, prisoners. Guards, all in. Come, Prentines. Boy, I sure was surprised when Zaram let you bluff him into giving us a trial. It is a hollow victory. For agreed only because he considers it a meaningless gesture. Why do you say that? Because all good and brave senators who dare to defy Zaram have been imprisoned or liquidated. The remainder either fear or willingly follow Zaram. Oh. Friend James, I am afraid. I am very much afraid that tomorrow will see the end of us. Oh, gee. Gee whiz. His face grown pale again, Jimmy walked with a sad-faced Anthar among the menacing men of Zaram. And despite his fear of what lay in store for him, he told me later the one thing that hurt him most was the thought that Poco, the little fat rhymester, for whom he developed an affection, had turned against his friends. Was Jimmy Olsen right in assuming that Poco had turned against him and Anthar? What happens now? Don't miss tomorrow's episode in Clark Kent's thrilling story of Superman's most unusual adventure when he reveals how he found out about Jimmy's predicament. Yes, be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Snap, crackle, pop. That's a swell song to hear at the breakfast table, isn't it, gang? It means that your bowl of Kellogg's Rice Krispies is crisp as crisp can be. Means doggone good eating. Why, these golden bubbles of oven-popped rice are so fresh and crisp, they snap, crackle, and pop when you pour on milk. That's why those famous little elves named Snap, Crackle, and Pop are around so much these days in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package to remind you to ask Mom for the one and only Snap, Crackle, and Pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.